Hey, good weekend to you. Welcome to Memorial Day weekend. I'm Jerry Anderson. Good to have you along. Yeah, this Memorial Day weekend, that is, of course, the traditional start of the summer season. And no, I'm not saying we're back to the pre-pandemic normal. Uh, yet this summer of 2022 does seem to promise to be as close to it as any year, any year since maybe 2019. I mean, think about it. 2020, basically a COVID washout. 2021 gave us some snippets of normal. So you can go to Mud Hens games, but they couldn't fill up the ballpark. 2022 is poised to do what? When it comes to travel and tourism, well, let's find out right now as I welcome in Lance Woodworth, President and CEO of Destination Toledo. Think of Convention and Visitors Bureau, folks. Mr. Woodworth, good to see you as always. Uh, we're going to get into the whole monetary benefit of tourism locally in just a couple of moments. But did I frame it so far correctly that this summer may take us back at least yeah, within spitting distance of pre-pandemic 2019? You know, we're getting close. We are definitely not where we were at in the dark thralls of the pandemic. Uh, AAA recently just uh, released their forecast for Memorial Day weekend. 39.2 million people are going to hit the highways or the flyways. That's an 8.3% increase over last year and just uh, over 8% below what we saw in 2019, which was a record travel year. So we are getting close. It's going to so be a 20, busy weekend. Okay, we're not going to get to 2019, but folks, A, it was a record, so the bar was set high, and we're getting closer and closer to it. In the meantime, how big a hit, um, Lance, did the local tourism scene take uh, over the past couple of years? You know, travel and tourism was hit hard. We were the one of the first industries to feel the impacts, and we'll be the last to recover. I know unemployment still sets at 29.7% to unemployment for leisure hospitality in Lucas County compared to 4.1% overall. So, you know, we're understaffed, but we're providing service. Uh, it did take a hit. We were about 20% down over normally what we see in visitor spending uh, during that pandemic stage. And that is important because if it's both direct and ripple effects. I mean, I read somewhere, you probably have new figures, some 23,000 jobs locally tied to tourism, maybe two and a half billion, that's with the bees in sales to, to businesses. Yeah, you know, in a, in a normal year, in a given year, we attract 14 and a half million visitors to Lucas County. They drive over $2 billion in business sales, support 23,000 jobs, and generate $142 million in state and local taxes. And those are taxes that are used to improve the infrastructure for everyone that lives here, better quality of life for all of us. That is, that's an interesting point, the whole tax thing. I'm thinking of private businesses, and, and certainly they take a hit there. But yeah, those tax dollars, they go someplace. And if you don't have them to spend, you can't spend them. Interesting right, stuff. Mm -hmm. A little later on, we're going to explore the, the local workforce situation with um, a contact we have over at the Chamber of Commerce. And you said something earlier. Was it 29.7% unemployment in the hospitality industry? What are you hearing from people that you work with and that you help market about their ability to find and to train and to hire workers? It's tough. It is tough. A lot of the workforce has left this industry. Um, so the, the ones that are left behind are taking more on their shoulders. And that's why as we travel this Memorial Day, be patient. Uh, the partners are busy because they're seeing, you know, that revenge travel taking place. The leisure travelers, they're out and running, running rampant, but the partners are understaffed. You know, so you see adjusted hours, you see not as many people, you know, waiting tables or, or tending bar or, or providing the services but we're doing the best we can. 
Is the feeling those folks are out and won't come back? And is there any is there any hope of replacing them with other workers? Yeah, you always have the hope. And I think as an industry, we need to rethink, uh, you know, how we incentivize and maybe what we do and how flexible we're able to be. But, uh, you know, when when, you know, restaurants have their business hours, when ferry boats have their ferry schedules, uh, when, you know, the airports are running the flights, things are on schedule that takes so many people to run. So it's something we're all trying to wrap our heads around, you know, unpack. It's a it's a pretty, you know, complex situation that we're in right now. All right. Uh, what was that phrase you had a little while ago? Re- revenge travel? What, what is revenge, that? Revenge travel. And, you know, I, I, I'd heard that along the way somewhere. But uh, you, when you think of that pent up travel demand that we've all had, uh, nothing's going to keep us from getting out there. I mean, it's the inflation's hitting us all. It, it's costing us twice as much to put gas in the fuel tank. But you know what? We are going to get out and we're going to travel and we're going to make the best of this summer and have a blast. This is what I'm hearing from people that uh, four, four and a half dollar gasoline doesn't seem to be dissuading people. I mean, come heck or high water, they're apparently going to get behind the wheel and hit the road. Well, promising data came out of Longwoods International, which is a survey of American travelers. 89% of American travelers plan to travel in the next six months. Only 6% have canceled their trips due to high gas. Now, they may be changing. They're not going to eat out at the most fanciest place or, you know, they're going to alter what they do, but they're, they're traveling. All right. Traveling is what we're going to do. Or if you do tend to stay home, we, we did that staycation thing. So get out and travel, folks. But when you are home, you got to hear what's ahead coming up this summer. And you will. When we return on Leading Edge, he's Lance Woodworth. He's the guy in charge down at Destination Toledo. And he's going to tell us what's on tap for this summer when we continue on Leading Edge right after this. Welcome back to Leading Edge, a Memorial Day weekend edition. I'm Jerry Anderson. He is Lance Woodworth. He's the man in charge at Destination Toledo. By the way, before we go any further, and we are going to talk about a very busy summer on tap. You ought to check out this calendar, folks, and we will. But if I could, please, Mr. Woodworth, let me pass along some congratulations on receiving recognition for excellence in marketing and advertising from the Ohio Travel Association at their Ruby Awards and the Ohio Association of Convention and Visitors Bureaus at their Star Awards. You, you've been working the red carpet, it turns out, Lance. <laughs> you know, I, I've got the great job of it, walking the red carpet and accepting the awards. Uh, we've got a great marketing team here in-house, as well as working with Hart uh, Advertising here in Toledo. Oh, you work with Hart? Yeah, they're fantastic. Fantastic. Long time, just outstanding people. Uh, congratulations on it. Let's talk about some exciting goings on in our city this summer. Because again, when we talked about last year, it wasn't like the closed sign was up. We had a golf tournament in town. In fact, we had a couple, didn't we, with Solheim coming to town. Um, but the, tell me about the International Year of Glass. Oh, the International Year of Glass. This is special because the United Nations uh, proclaimed this as the International Year of Glass, and it's brought together a group of, you know, from corporate uh, to private to public uh, groups throughout the entire Glass City. We are the Glass City to come together and do programming around the International Year of Glass, and you can go out to our website for more information on that. Uh, but one of the big uh, events is going to revolve around the Momentum Festival mid-September, uh, where we'll do some special events with that as well. Momentum Festival. All right, very good. Uh, Jeep Fest it, it returns. I remember when this was first talked about, 
And I think it was, oh, that was kind of nostalgic. We'll have some old Jeeps, some classic Jeeps in town. And we have gen many times generations, you know, of workers at the Jeep plant, grandfather, father, son, all that kind of good stuff. This thing has just exploded over the years. Tell me about what, you, what we expect this year. But, you know, Jeep's a culture in Toledo, right? But it's also a culture throughout the United States, Mexico, Canada. We are seeing people come into town. And this is what I love about this event so much. Fifth Annual Jeep Fest is attracting people from around the United States uh, to come into town and visit and take all this has to have into play. And it exposes them to everything else that we have here in Toledo as well. So it's a win-win. It's a what kind of crowds do you expect for that? You know, we should see around 70,000 people in oh. town. And I believe the Mud Hens are playing that weekend as well. So it's going to be a hop in town, a hop in oh. time in town. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know about this one. And you're going to tell me and my viewers, Ohio Arts Professionals Network. So we have, this is a conference that is coming to town. It hasn't been in town before. Uh, and they're coming in and bringing the Ohio Arts Professional Network, a group of arts professionals to hold their conference downtown Toledo, uh, which is one of the important things that we are trying to do is bring these, these conferences and conventions back. So we're really excited to have them in this fall. Um, the LPGA uh, again returns. Now yes, that, returns that has moved around on the calendar a little bit, hasn't it? Where are we at? We're going to be Labor Day weekend, and it's oh, wow. uh, the LPGA Dana Open this year. Uh, and if you remember, Solheim Cup was over Labor Day weekend last right, year. Right, so right. we'll book in the summer with another great golf tournament. All right. So LPGA, it's it's Dana this year. Okay, very good. Um, also, concerts down in the riverfront, concerts elsewhere, concerts, ball games. It's all it's full tilt boogie, and this time. You can buy tickets sitting next to other people, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Pack it up. You know, we've got some great concerts. And whether you're on the riverfront at the zoo, Centennial Terrace, Huntington Center, all kinds of all kinds of things going on. I'm supposed to be seeing um, the Doobie Brothers with Michael McDonald at the Zoo Amphitheater. The tickets were originally 29, what, 2020? No. 2021? No. So um I, th I think we're going to get there this summer. That's that's my generation, Lance. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Counting it. Hey, also on tap, we just got a couple minutes here. I want to get this in because the much anticipated opening of the convention center's ballroom is going to take place uh, sometime coming up. Uh, and by the way, folks, I know we all got used to saying the Seagate Center, the Seagate Convention Center for all those years. It's now the Glass City Center. But talk to me about both when that uh, the ballroom opens and why that is so important from the point of view of the field in which you work. So the rebranded the Glass City Center now, an additional 16,000 square foot ballroom has been constructed uh, and it has a, a deck that overlooks into fifth third fields, so which is just a beautiful space. Uh, you pair that along with a 75,000 square foot uh, reimagined exhibit space within Glass City Center, the former Seagate Center now. This for the first time in a long time, puts Toledo as in the consideration set for these groups, these conferences, these conventions to bring their large groups to town. So it'll be a game changer. Wow. Uh, and we're going to cut the ribbon on that again. When? August 25th. August 25. All right. Very good. Do more people drive or fly when Toledo is their destination? You know, we are within a day's drive of 65% of the U.S. population. We're, we're primarily a drive-to uh, destination, which sets us up perfectly for the smaller regional road trips this summer as well. All right. All right. So much going on. Uh, I, I feel like we've scratched the surface, but best place for people to check out everything that is happening here in Toledo this summer. 
head to our website, visittoledo.org. Visittoledo.org. Folks, if you're lucky enough to live here, so you don't have to visit, you're already here. So much going on. Get out and be part of it. Lance Woodworth, thanks for it. It's been, it's been a haul the past couple of years, but we've made it through, bud. We made it through. Good and, things ahead. Yeah, good things ahead this summer. Going to be exciting. Get out and enjoy it. And when we come back on Leading Edge, we're going to talk about attracting and then retaining the best and the brightest for our local workforce next on Leading Edge. Hey, welcome back to Leading Edge. I'm Jerry Anderson. I am looking at a crazy busy calendar of events in the Toledo area and something just jumped out at me. They said, hey, you got to get these people on. This, this first week of June sees the summer kickoff party for the organization called Epic Toledo. Epic, engaging people, inspiring change is a program of the Toledo Regional Chamber of Commerce. And Sarah Swisher is the vice president of talent and workforce for the chamber, was hired to direct Epic back in, I think, 2013. The program itself came into reality like 2007. If my math is right, you guys are looking at a 15-year anniversary this year. We are, Jerry. You're right. Hey, Sarah Swisher, welcome in. It's good to have you. I look at your organization and I say this is all about workforce, uh, attracting it to our town, retaining it if it's here. Uh, workforce issues, as you know, are everywhere out there in what appears to be virtually full employment, but companies are still begging for workers. What's the situation, Sarah, locally, especially as it pertains to the young professionals that your group uh, counts as members? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, Epic really is about um, retaining talents. So we work with companies and we work with individuals to really ensure that we can keep emerging talent um, and, and that here in the Toledo region. So we provide opportunities to connect and network together, opportunities for professional and leadership development to really develop them and to be able to grow within the companies and um, within business leadership within the community, as well as getting them connected to serving nonprofits and hopefully eventually board leadership where they can really make a difference within our community. Going a lot of different directions, you know, business-wise, community-wise, Epic is said to be the largest young professional organization in the Toledo region. I'm reading like over 2,000 members. And I'm thinking to myself, to be honest, I because I, I have, well, my daughters are now in their 30s, but I'm looking at young people, I'm thinking, aren't they likely drawn to... I don't know, Boston, Atlanta, Chicago, uh, Austin, that's a hot one. And in Ohio, even Columbus, where both my daughters now reside. On the recruiting <laughs> side of things, what is the key to getting those talented folks here? Well, I think a lot is trying to just show the Toledo story, trying to show lifestyle, vibe, economy. Obviously, a, a job is going to drive some of where, you know, an individual is sure. going to land. So we need to make sure that we have like a diverse um, business community here where individuals can see themselves and then growth opportunities. But alongside of that, we really want to show off the lifestyle. We're hearing that the Metro parks and what they're doing along the river are bringing in um, new talent or boomerang talent, the talent that was here went away and then is boomeranging back to the region. Um, the art community that we have here, there's just a lot of assets and we really need to be able to tell that story. Is, is your summer in the city program part of that? Explain that to me if you can. Absolutely. So back in 2015, we were hearing from companies that they were bringing interns in from universities across the country. And that at the end of the summer, when they either offered them a position or offered them to come back and really groom them as an intern and then employee, they just were saying, I don't know. I don't know that I'm ready to, to settle down here in the Toledo region. 
So we partnered with these companies and now we take the interns around for about two months. We show them places they could live, what their life is going to be like, how they're going to spend their free time. So while the companies are selling them on their day-to-day career, we're selling them on the community. And at the end of the summer, we're measuring perceptions and they're saying, yes, Toledo is a place I want to be. Toledo is a place I want to start my career and my life. And then that's on attracting people to recruiting people here. And then whether people come here from elsewhere or we're homegrown. We got a lot of talented people who are just homegrown right here. Well, you, we came from Bowling Green, right? So you're, you're good. Yes. Um, what is the key then to, because talented people are going to get, uh, they're going to draw the interest from other people out there, you know? So what is the key then to retention? Now, you, in the, you, you talked about the attraction and showing them these people I'm talking about already know the good stuff. How do you keep them there? Well, some of what we're finding out is that individuals who have grown up here aren't necessarily making the connection about potential jobs that they want and the companies that are here. They know about Libby, they know about Owens Corning, they know about OI or the Andersons, but they're not really informed on what kind of jobs they could have there that go along with their interests or their skill set. So really getting to the students in that K through 12 time period, even before they're a senior and ready to make that decision, really showcasing the companies, the opportunities, and what are the in-demand careers here within our region that we know you could either get a credential or short-term degree or a career pathway to a longer-term degree that would get you a really great job here within our community. Sarah Swisher is the uh, Vice President of Talent and Workforce for the Toledo Regional Chamber of Commerce and led me right to where I want to go. Uh, Are you able to discern what professional areas are most in demand, even as we speak here now, uh, coming into the first week of June 2022? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Our talent alignment strategy has confirmed that the three most in-demand industries, which I'm sure no one is going to be surprised about, in our community are advanced manufacturing, transportation and logistics, and the healthcare industry. Okay, yeah, that, that would have been it. Well, Toledo, logistics, I get that. Healthcare, I think everywhere in society and then you even try to is this true match educational programs because you were talking about the k through 12s earlier but i mean match educational programs with workforce needs in other words can companies come to you and say sarah you're in, you're involved you're leading the whole talent thing here's what i need and can you can you can make that connection yeah absolutely we have connections with community partners and training programs So we would take a business in that situation and we say, okay, what are you looking for an individual? And oftentimes we're able to connect them to untapped workers. So that's programs that have veterans, returning citizens, youth, women, um, even individuals with disabilities. And that's really a segment of individuals that um, give companies a chance to really widen their talent pool or expand it that maybe they're not thinking of. And we have the connection to those programs and those community partners that they'd be able to hire from them. I read something online when I was researching you guys. I mean, I, I know something about you. You've been on my show years ago, but I wanted to get updated. And I read this. I think this is a quote. A region influenced by diverse talent is a region that can attract and retain it. Now, the premise of that sentence a region influenced by diverse talent. I got to thinking that to be influenced by diverse talent, you have to listen. You have to welcome ideas, even if they come from that young guy, just graduated college last year. I've been in the chamber for 50 years. You got to be open to new ideas. 
Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, it, it's kind of a, a progress, right? So um, the more seasoned um, leaders, right, need to be open to new ideas and really how can they reach down and bring up that next level of leadership? And then also there's that peer-to-peer. So if I'm new, um, looking into Toledo community and I'm saying I'm interested in moving there, who am I seeing back? Am I seeing peers that are leading or am I seeing a lot of people that maybe I just can't connect to and it and it seems to be a community that doesn't reflect me and my values and where I am? All right. It's, um, it's interesting stuff and so important to the vitality of a community for the business community, certainly, but the community at large and charities and just being involved. Um, I am getting short on time. I wanted to talk about the Toledo region brand and I, you have it right behind you there, Toledo region. I remember what it used to be the Toledo area chamber of commerce, uh, Toledo region.com folks is a great place to go. And I also want to get you to your summer kickoff party. You know, it's summertime epics having their party. It's Friday. It's June 3rd, 6 to 10 PM down at the imagination stations. You have one of my favorite DJs lined up for this thing. I think food and beverage as well, right down on the riverfront, right? Yes, absolutely. It's going to be a lovely evening. We'll be able to see the sunset, have some great um, tunes from DJ Frankie J. Uh, Very good. Uh, Can people still get involved? If so, how? Real quick. Absolutely. Visit epictoledo.com and you can purchase tickets there and also purchase them at the door if your evening opens up and you want to join us. EpicToledo.com. She's Sarah Swisher. She is Vice President of Talent and Workforce for the Chamber. Uh, congratulations on uh, what you do because uh, you. that is, we, we need that element in our community. And folks, we have that element and are continuing to grow it. Thanks for the effort of the Chamber and Ms. Swisher. Uh, Thank you for having me. You bet you anytime. And I'll be right back right here on Leading Edge. Hey, have a great rest of your Memorial Day weekend and a super week ahead. See you next week on Leading Edge.